everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Deb here with PTSD and beyond. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to talk with folks about authenticity. Yes, this is a massive topic. Now, how did this topic come about? The topic came about because uh, I was talking about an introduction and introducing myself. And I got feedback on to pause about saying I'm Dr. Lind. And I've been I've been thinking about when we do an introduction and we introduce ourselves, if we decide on sharing certain elements of who we are and then we don't share other elements, is there a risk of when those other elements are found out? Could it ruin the relationship? Does it hurt trust? Could it actually have someone say, I don't want to know you. I don't trust you. You just, you deceived me, right? You played me. And so I decided that I was going to continue to introduce myself as Dr. Lynn or Dr. Deb and then add the added, I'm doing this because I want the relationships to start off on the right foot. Because if I don't tell you this about me and you find out about it later and I'm not transparent and authentic, then it could ruin the relationship. And I value the relationship. Have you ever had someone do something and then later on they do something else and it feels like a bait and switch? You know, someone maybe says, hey, let's get together. And then you find out that the real reason why they wanted to get together wasn't the reason why they said they wanted to get together. People who are recovering from and on a healing journey of trauma, that bait and switch can be really perceived as deceit, manipulation. Let's just, you know what, let's just call it what it is. We find it to be very manipulative, that bait and switch. So for the record, we're doing this episode on authenticity because I want people to know something else too. My hands are dry right now which is a really good thing. We're doing this episode on authenticity because it's one of these things that we need to step back a couple steps and talk about because it's so crucial for people to be authentic 
and for others to be authentic to others, especially people who are on a healing journey from any sort of emotional, mental abuse. Now, there's something really funky about society. Yes, society, I'm going to get on your ass a little bit. (laughs) How do you feel about that, Dr. Deb? Yes, society, society, you got to sit down. We need to have a talk. Here's why we're going to have a talk. Society says we value authenticity. Society preaches we want you to be authentic. Society shouts from the rooftops, be genuine, be authentic, be an authentic leader, be an authentic neighbor, be an authentic person. But what happens when we are authentic? What happens when people are authentic? We get challenged. We get challenged. There are social norms and social expectations that are pressure to conform to this mass of dysfunction that are expectations that actually hinder authentic expression. And people will, they will hide themselves because of this fear of rejection. I'm not going to be included. I'm not going to be accepted. People won't like me. There's also this fear of vulnerability. Again, society, we need to have a talk. (laughs) I feel like I'm a parent. I'm a parent to society. Yo, sit your ass down. We're going to talk about this and we're going to work it out because guess what? It's not working. You can't say you want something and then when someone goes to do it, then you slam them down. No. <laughs> I kid you not. This is such a breakthrough moment for me. I am I am laughing cuz I'm so excited. I am I am I'm so excited about this episode today. There's so many cool things that happened today. The fear of vulnerability. I'm afraid to express my true thoughts because hey, you know what? I might be judged and rejected. You know what? What happens when someone projects judgment? Isn't that called stigma? Excuse me? (laughs) What is it about mental health that makes you uncomfortable? Oh, you're uncomfortable about it? And then like, you know, you why are you uncomfortable? Oh, because you've got your own story that you've been not addressing and healing from. So you're projecting shit onto other people because you choose not to do your work. Oh, okay. But meanwhile, You got somebody over here who's trying to be authentic because they want to be authentic. They want to be their true selves. And of course, the people who don't do the work are the ones who are the loudest at pushing back on others who are doing the work. Then we have other constraints. We have, again, like I mentioned about the need to adapt. If I adapt myself, yes. Do we, do we occasionally adapt ourselves? Of course we do. We adapt ourselves if we're speaking into an audience. Do we, you know, that we do. We, we adapt. We adapt to cultures. We adapt to different nuances. Uh, yes, we do. We, we, as in Rome, do as the Romans, right? That kind of thing. 
but not to the extent where you lose yourself. Not to the extent where you lose yourself, because then it is pure manipulation. It is pure manipulation. And, and yeah, we, we look at some cultures where the overt expression can be perceived as being rude. And we take those things in consideration. But fundamentally, I'm talking fundamentally, at your core, keep being authentic. Keep being true to yourself. Keep being true to you. Now, I want to talk about what happens when we do maintain our level of authenticity and we maintain being authentic when we face difficult times, when we're faced with adversity, because people are going to push on us because they don't like it, because we do what they choose not to do. It's not that they're not will unwill- it's not that they're unwilling, okay? And it's not that they're not capable, okay? It's that they choose not to. So when someone does something that somebody else chooses not to, it really does put a spotlight on them and that's very threatening. They don't like it. That's the difference between when people say, "Oh, you're intimidating." No, you're intimidated. There's a totally different It's totally different. It's different. But they'll want to project and say, oh, you're intimidating. No, it's like saying, oh, you're authentic. Well, what would you prefer? That I'm fake because that appeases you? Because you can't be authentic? Because you live, you know, with this mask on. And it's not just a mask of, you know, moving from, say, role to another role. Like, you know, role at work, role at home, you know, role at school, role in the grocery store. Some people, their whole life is fake, and they live in this facade and this mirage that they've created. But what do we do when we face authentic, when we are being authentic and we face adversity? I'm going to leave that blooper in. Why? <laughs> because I truly believe at some point we do need to do a bloopers episode because they're freaking hilarious. They're hilarious. <laughs> I can laugh at myself. All right. What do we do when we're faced in adversity? What do we do? What do we do? Do you know that sometimes, sometimes we're tempted to conform because we want to fit in so desperately that I actually said this today in the car driving. Boy, you know what? I've done some stupid shit in my life. (laughs) And then I said, you know what? I was talking to the dog. I said, you know what, Max? That's all right. <laughs> Done some stupid shit. And it's not to say like, oh, you know, make the justification, say the excuse of, oh, well, we all have. No, when when you can own your stuff that you've done that you're like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? I can actually think about an outfit that I thought was really, really something else. <laughs> and I'm like, you would never catch me in that thing today. No. Absolutely not. And if I had to go back to undo it, I would. <laughs> but what do we do when we're faced with faced with adversity? The temptation to conform because we want to fit in, we want to belong, we want to be liked. We we want to be included. And we want to be accepted. So have we done things like that? Absolutely, we sure have. And then what happens next? We reflect on it just like I did. And I said, what was I thinking? 
what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) And you have wisdom. You learn from it. You learn and you grow from it. And then hopefully you pass on some of that wisdom to your kids and maybe some of your friends and maybe even coworkers too. And then that wisdom becomes an anchor. It becomes an anchor of how far away from shore are you going to float before you reel yourself back in and say, nah, you know what? I want to be solid. I want to be solid. I don't want to be quicksand. I want to be solid. There are times where where we have to have a boundary and a line in the sand to say, nah, I'm not going to conform with this one. Nope. I want to be authentic. Even if it means pushing someone else's boundaries. And what I mean by that is sometimes we do have relationships that we have to be in and people don't like the fact that you can maintain your level of authenticity and they can't because they choose not to. But that's their work. Bless their hearts. That's their work. Wish them well. Wish them well. The other time when we face, you know, a little pushback with... uh Authenticity is when we have to make decisions. The difference between what's easy and what's right, what we want to do, what we have to do, and what we get to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and during those times is when we evaluate then. We evaluate our authenticity based on things like our values, our core principles. Those are our beacons of light that help us with making those decisions. Because there are some times where, you know what, yep, you got to just do it. And then there are other times where you get to, where you get to. Yep. And you keep being your authentic self, even when external pressures, you know, they want to push us in a different direction. Those shoulds, shoulds of life will try to Move us like the ocean waves to another completely different direction. It's not a squirrel moment. It's literally, hey, go check this out over here. And just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Before you know it, you're like, where am I? So yes, have your values and your core principles. Line up with being authentic and have those things be your your beacon and guidance. There is, there is an outcome, though, of being authentic. And one, one outcome is it builds character. It sure does. It builds character. You know, we're not tested on the stuff that's easy, and we're not tested on the stuff that's fun. <laughs> we're tested on the stuff that's damn hard. Stam hard. And you know what? Sometimes you're going to piss people off. It's just the way it is. It doesn't make it right. Um, it is just the way that it is. Because like I said before, there are going to be people who are going to be pushing you because they're going to want you to conform and be different. They're going to want, they're going to want to, it's like a goal to crumble your authenticity. Yep. If they can crumble it, then they win. And then they feel better about themselves because they already don't feel good about themselves. So 
when we're faced with that kind of adversity, remember that those moments build our character. Those are tests of our character. And yes, our character sways in the wind, just like the trees do, you know? And they stay rooted. Our character helps us stay rooted. Our core values help us stay rooted. Our principles help us stay rooted. The get-to, the get-to parts of life helps us stay rooted. And yes, you get to reflect on these things and take a moment and reflect on the past challenges. Reflect on situations where people were trying to get you to compromise your your authenticity and and recognize those challenges that that you held your ground you held your ground your character grew and you know the other thing that comes out of this too is a sense of resilience and i say sense because it is something that you feel we feel it and then we know it i'm going to say that one again we feel it and then the V8 moment happens and we say, oh, yes, I know that now. That's what that feeling is. Yes, I can, I can name it. I can label it. I can communicate and describe what it feels like. And that's really cool too because when we start sharing those things, then it actually gives other people hope that it's not necessarily hope that they can too, but it's hopeful because it inspires someone else. And it's, it's inspiring. It is. The other thing that we get out of those challenging moments when we want to be authentic and maintaining our authenticity is we learn a lot about who we are. We learn a lot about ourselves. Again, you know, people are like, well, don't we learn about ourselves all the time? Yeah, you know what we really learn about ourselves is when we're being tested. That's when we really learn about ourselves. We get a deeper understanding about who we are, who I am. And I meaning like you saying it, oh, I get to get a deeper sense of who I am. And then it strengthens us. It strengthens our character. It has us grow even deeper and further. And it it reinforces that authenticity is a powerful force in face of adversity. And the cool thing is too is that that strength and authenticity, they're connected. And I, I would even go as far as to say they're intertwined. Not just connected, but they're interwoven. They're interwoven because they allow us to be vulnerable and they allow us to be curious. They allow us to be compassionate and they allow us to Show love and grace and grace. When we share our struggles with somebody, um, yes, it's not a sign of weakness, but it is another form of authenticity and resilience. I did something today, as a matter of fact, uh, sharing my story. And what I said was, it's not because it's about me. It's because I'm kicking that door, a stigma open. I almost said something. <laughs> An adjective. <laughs> I think you got that. I didn't say it though, but you know I wanted to. 
I think I've dropped enough f bombs today, so we're gonna we're gonna leave that one out, even though I don't have to edit it because it was gonna be there. But it's true, it's true. It wasn't about me sharing my story for the platform to have my voice be heard. It was to kick that stigma door open, to kick it open, to keep it open, so other people could walk through it. That's why. So it happens when we're authentic. We start doing stuff. We start, you know what happens too when we're authentic? We start doing things that we didn't think we could do and we actually figure it out that, guess what? I can actually do that. Yeah, you know what? Yes. Yes, you can. And yes, you are. There's so many things that come out about being authentic. You know what else comes out about being authentic? Freedom. Freedom because you don't have to fucking fake it. <laughs> you know how hard it is? Do you ever see people who are fake? And they have got to, like, keep up with the lies. And yes, I, I understand the psychology behind it. They start eventually believing their lives. But boy, you know what? When you fake it so many times in your life, you're not real. You got you to gotta keep up that facade. That's hard work. <laughs> why do it? I mean, I know why, but is it really worth it? I don't think so. I mean, obviously, I'm on a different path. There's freedom in being authentic. There's freedom in being authentic. Yes. Are we going to get some shade? Yes. But you know what? The people who include you, value you, appreciate you, love you, accept you, they accept you because you're authentic. They love you because you're authentic. They include you because you're authentic. They value you because you're authentic. I had someone say to me today, you speak from the heart. I kid you not. I had so many moments today. Okay, I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. I had so many moments today, and I know people know that I, I'm truly working. This is on year two now of compliments, accepting compliments. And I had a day today where, I kid you not, I had one crying moment. One. <laughs> but it was a day. I was like, what is in the water today, man? What is going on? And I, I did. I, I had my hands. I was like waving my eyes because I was like, oh, shit, I got I got like a meeting in just a few minutes. I'm over here reading something else. And I'm like, my eyes are watering. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to snap out of it. Come on, you got to dry your eyes. And then I thought, well, you know what? If I show up and someone asks, I'm going to be like, I just got a compliment and I'm really moved by that. That's being authentic. And what's really healing for me is years ago, I had um, a boss who who said, you're too emotional, too emotional. You got to toughen up. And she was referring to, um, yeah, I, I do get moved and I'm very touched when people will um, share with me how how much our interaction meant, not because of me, but what it meant for them. Absolutely. Yep, I can't help it. I get happy tears. So today I had a happy tear. I, I cried one time. And yet these things just kept coming. I was like, okay, I actually said this today too. What's in the water? What's in the water? And I, and I openly share this. Yes, it's being vulnerable. And at the same time, it's being authentic because when we do share our challenges, then there's there's a the grip lessens 
meaning it doesn't strangle the challenge. It actually opens it up and it becomes lesson. Lessened. Yes, it does. And that's part of being authentic. It's part of being authentic. And don't get me wrong, uh, you know, this just didn't happen overnight. This this took many, many years to do and to get to this place, you know, but um, with being authentic comes freedom. You don't have to keep up a lie or a facade or this image or you can just be you, which is a beautiful thing. It is. It's absolutely a beautiful thing. What else do we have here about being authentic? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else can I think? Well, I would say it might be less expensive <laughs> to be authentic. You don't have to keep buying clothes to keep up with the Joneses. You remember doing stuff like that? I don't know. Maybe there's somebody who's listening to the podcast right now who's who's doing something. You know where I do see this at, actually? You ever get on like a call, like a Teams or a Zoom, you know, and, and we've got like the fake backgrounds? I mean, they're kind of cool because sometimes, especially here in Minnesota when it's cold and we want to have like a beautiful, you know, like background, it looks like we're in the Caribbean somewhere. That's really nice. But we don't want to live like like that. You know, this virtual reality. It's not really reality. I mean, isn't that an oxymoron? Virtual reality? <laughs> Be authentic. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to yourself. And then you know what else, too, that happens when you're authentic? You stress less. You stress less. It's like the things that were bothersome and troublesome aren't so worrisome anymore. So you don't have to hold on to it. There's so much of benefit to just being authentic. I really do think freedom is one of the biggest things. And with that freedom, like I said, you you just uh, you can just be. You don't have to do. You just be. You just are. And yeah, you don't stress out as much. You don't because you're not wound up tight. You're not wound up tight. All right. I think that's about all that I'm going to say about authenticity and the value of it some little nuggets. Maybe, you know what? Actually, I'm not going to stop. Maybe we could not add about, well, how do we do this, right? I think that's the biggest thing people would ask. I want to do this. How do I do this? One is to reflect. Identify identify um, areas of difficult times and notice when you were vulnerable. Notice when um you were authentic and ask yourself, how did it make you feel to be authentic? Did you feel like your character grew? Do you, were you proud of yourself? Even though it was hard to do, okay? And we're not, gonna, we're not dismissing the difficulty. The point is, how did it feel to be authentic? There, there's, there's something about taking your power back. Again, it's a feeling. It's a sense. It's a sense. You feel it. It's not rooted in ego. It's rooted in just being. Just being. The other thing that I would ask as far as an exercise is to notice the tension when you're not authentic versus the freedom 
when you are authentic. And notice it. Notice, notice things like, do you clench your jaw? Are you grinding your teeth when there's tension? What do you do physically when there's tension? What are your emotions like when there's tension? What are, can you think? What's your mental state like? And also like your energy state. So when we're tense, right, because we're not being authentic, how does my body respond to that? How, how do my emotions respond to that? What am I doing physically? What am I doing energetically? Like, am I, am I out of control? Or am I slower? Notice some of those things. Identify what they are. Write them down. And then when you are authentic, do the same process. How does it feel in your body? How does it feel what your emotions are? Do you notice them? How are your emotions different? Are you happier? Are you noticing that you're more happy? Are you able to have more joy in your life when you're authentic compared to when there's tension when you're not authentic? And then maybe identify some goals for yourself. Try to practice authenticity. And I don't mean practice in the sense of like it's a test, but identify like a code word for yourself or put a note for yourself in a planner or send yourself an automatic email where it's a check-in with yourself. Maybe it's on the first and the last of the month. Maybe it's on the 15th of the month. I don't know. Whatever works for you. Those are just some suggestions on ways where it could look like. But identify those things. And why do we want to identify them is because there's, there's wisdom and understanding when we do. There's wisdom and understanding when we do. We remember, and then we also want to remember. We, don't, we remember not feeling well, and we remember feeling really good. And I think the, and like the goal is to feel good. Again, there's freedom in being authentic. All right, you guys, this is Dr. Deb with PTSD and Beyond. Thank you so much for being here. And you know what I'm going to say? We're going to say it one day in unison. We're better together because we are. We're stronger together. You know it. And take what resonates and go beyond.